Do ghosts obey ghost law? How do airplanes stay up there? All these questions you can find the answer to on this episode of This Paranormal Life! Hey! Oh yeah, you're listening to This Paranormal Life. The podcast where every Tuesday we investigate a different paranormal tale, claim, case, beast, and get to the bottom of whether it is true or whether it is false. And as always, I am joined by my professional co-host and paranormal investigator, Mr. Rory Magic Powers! Good morning, Paranormal Nation. How's everyone doing out there today? Pretty good, bro. Is that a heckler? Get him out! This Paranormal Life is not like other podcasts where no. they tend to dilly-dally around the, uh, the the top of the episode. Uh, we are not ones to do that. We like to jump right into the episode. Again, I don't want to, you know, delay us from getting into the episode too much. I don't want to freak you guys out. Of course. As a paranormal investigator, I'm always on alert. I'm on tens nonstop every right. day, every second. Code orange. Is that the highest? I don't know. I'm drinking an ice cold glass of water here. What is on my cup? Are you seeing this? Look at this residue on the side of my cup. I think that is government-sponsored sort of hormone, mind mind control hormones, probably. What, to make me, residue? like, scared and horny? Yeah. Is I, it working? I don't want to freak... Well, yeah, I was wondering why. I'm way more scared and horny than usual. There is some legit... It's been spiked, man. It's been spiked. I'm going to start spilling all my secrets. <laughs> oh, God, I can feel it. <laughs> I, I can feel them coming out. It happens every now and again, and oh, I know tonight's lordy. the night. Oh, lordy. It is a full moon. Ooh. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Oh, I don't pay taxes. Really? I that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> the glass is like 99% full. You've had one sip. I just had to get that off my chest, really. I'm freaking out about it. That was nothing it. to do with the water. It wasn't, actually. I just had one ice cube and blurted out, I don't pay taxes. <sighs> I really hope that um, HMRC kind of Government employees are not a large part of our listenership. Who do you think f***ing spiked it, bro? HMRC? They've been on to me since day one. You've always wanted a piece of this paranormal pie. <laughs> Why am I still drinking this? That's bad water. <laughs> I had another sip. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm doubling I peed the bed last month. <laughs> the year is 1990. It's late on a cold November's night. Police in Madrid are sitting around the office, smoking, shooting the shit. Now, I don't know much about Spanish-speaking police, but I have watched two seasons of Narcos, so I get the picture. Handlebar mustaches, cigarettes, that kind of thing. Right, right. It's normally quiet at this time of night, but it was a little too quiet that night when... The phone went. Finally, Jose Negri thought. One local officer. The man on the other end was panicked. Something about intruders, people inside his house. He heard noises and seen things. Cool it, sir. We need a name. Okay, Mr. Gutierrez. And, and an address? Okay, you're just around the corner. Let's check it out. We'll be there in a few minutes. What is it, Jose? Another officer asked, putting on his vest. Sounds like a home intruder. Let's go. But if those words made the officers feel like they were trained for what was in store, they could not have been more wrong. As in, not even trained for a home intruder? These or... <laughs> guys were fresh off the, the goddamn uh, police academy. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? Wait, all the, of them? There was a, a whole squad shortage just... in Madrid that year, actually. Yeah. Wow. It was bad. They just took kids before they even sat the goddamn GCSEs, just straight through police camp. Not even a full week's training. Honestly, three or four hours. Wow, that is really, really working quickly here. i don't even know how you cram it all in i think they just kind of in the first couple of minutes they were like here's how you load a gun <laughs> and then if we have time at the end we'll teach you how to use the safety <laughs> little kid walks in he's just like Come te llamas? and they're like hola captain <laughs> <laughs> sir you are 40 years old how are you less experienced than me <laughs> i'm a slow learner captain <laughs> All right, so we got a squad of inexperienced policemen heading to what they believe is a home robbery. Right. As they pulled the squad car up on the street, they could see <clears throat> they could see two. Fi <laughs> this tap water is getting to me. Right. I'm, I'm telling tell you, you right now. There is some bad stuff in the water. I'm going to take a picture of it right now. 
That is not okay. There is crystallization forming on the top of my glass. <laughs> There's crystallization forming on the top of my eyeballs. <laughs> you know, whenever you... <laughs> Whenever you're a kid and you get that like sleep stuff, like you get, was it conjunctivitis? If you're sick and it like glues your eyes shut. What? Did you ever get that? No, that sounds <laughs> like an alien disease. Right. Never mind. Never mind. I've never had an infected schmorben before. I love her just <laughs> like you. My eyes are always open. I blink. What? I, me too. You know, whenever you're, you know, paddling the underground pools of Enceladus and then you just get a weird little twinge in your eye. And the mothership calls. It's like, now I feel like you're not even trying to not be an alien <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Do you ever get bored in your spaceship? Like, <laughs> you're really just going for it now. They could see two figures standing at the side of the road. Despite the cold, Mr. and Mrs. Gutierrez were huddled outside. But as the officers looked up to the house... It looked calm. It looked more like these two were locked out than there had been a break-in. Huh. Okay, Mr. and Mrs., what's happening? They explained there had been loud noises in the house, doors slamming, but something didn't sound right. That was fine? When he described what he had seen, it didn't sound like a regular break-in. He mentioned seeing shadows stalking the hallways. They had the feeling of being followed, of being watched. This culminated in Mrs. Gutierrez screaming awake in the middle of the night as she was grabbed by invisible hands, end quote. Okay. The officers looked at each other and headed for the front door. Then they were led to the master bedroom where his wife had been grabbed. No sooner did they get there, but they heard a loud bang right outside on the balcony. Weapons at the ready, they swing open the doors, but nothing. Rejoining the others downstairs, they, they knew they had a bad feeling, but they hadn't seen anyone or anything yet. But as soon as they said this, a cupboard door swung open violently, almost hitting one of the police in the head. Oh my god. They looked inside, but there was no way it could have happened on its own. Everyone in the room stared at it, just shocked. Mr. Gutierrez, why don't you take a seat and tell us more about what's been happening? In the haunted house? Yes. Take a seat in that. You're going to sit down in that chair and that thing's pulled away from you at the last second. You're <laughs> falling down. asshole Exactly. Ghost. Don't chat in the house. True. I, look. You're I'm promoted a, to captain. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm a responsible man. I like dealing with my problems head on. But I also know when the solution to a problem is fire. Oh. We are looking at that solution right now. You you just say, uh, what's the captain's name? Negri. Negri. Negri sits down. He's like, listen to me. I'm so sorry I brought you out here, but the solution to the problem is fire. We can't do that. Our, our, our home insurance is not covered by arson. I understand. There's that. no way we can pull this off. The problem, though, with invisible entities is you <laughs> cannot catch them. They He's are hard to find. He's petrol at this point. <laughs> They're like, could you please just wait until we've had the conversation before you... Yeah, it's, it's our house. We've called you here. I know where your minds are going to end up. <laughs> Pointing a gun at their heads. <laughs> the, the husband is like, listen, Captain, there is no way I'm going to let you burn down this house. I'm putting my foot down. He turns to the wife. We have to burn your husband. <laughs> it is the only solution. <laughs> when you're dealing Start with invisible entities like, like your husband. <laughs> He's visible. <laughs> this three-day police training is not working on whatsoever. I really hope he's the kind of guy as well that deals with like, every obstacle in his life with fire. You know, he's like goes to McDonald's, like gets a Big Mac, mm. uh, chows down on that puts all the wrappers in a bag, just burns it and throws it on the floor. It's just ash. Like he thinks that's how you recycle or something. Yeah, it's a bold strategy. Okay. It, I mean, you do often think that in the movies, don't you? Yeah. It's kind of like paranormal activity. The first night they're like, oh, it was weird. We were kind of haunted last night. Let's set up a CCTV camera. We'll see how it goes. No, mm. burn it down. Move on. That's yeah. another uh, another saying from the commune right. that Burn we have. <laughs> Burn it down, move on. That goes for, frankly, um, dealings with other people, relationships. Relationships. Uh, construction past, work. Past trauma. Um, <laughs> failed educational systems. Uh -huh. uh, 
um, poor governments, mm -hmm. candles. Yeah. Well, listen, society has long been based on the premise of owning up to your mistakes like a man and and uh, dealing with them and really facing the music. Uh, we think that has led us to a cliff edge. I think from Couldn't now on, we better just burn it down, move on. That's right, because society is two things, flawed and flammable. Mm. Burn it down, move on. God didn't make these things flammable for a reason. For no reason, I mean. <laughs> you know this police chief as well has like a badge on his chest that's in uh, like Latin mm. and it's like Apigio Manocare Ratio. It's like, what does that stand for? Burn it down, move on. <laughs> it's like, how? Why was anyone teaching that in the, in the olden days? <laughs> the man is looking at his phone. He's like, did I even call the right police? Is this the local police? It can't be. <laughs> If you dial like one number the wrong way, you get some f***ing insane local police, <laughs> local militia. Now that I think about it, since when do police have long hair? <laughs> police chief should not have a ponytail. I'm sure of it. That's right, Mr. Gutierrez. Why don't you take a seat? Tell us more what's been happening lately. They sit down. Well, you see, it all began around two years ago. Our daughter, Estefania, died. She was only 18. Oof. The officers looked at each other. Something wasn't right. They could see where this was going. They blew out their matches. <laughs> Momentarily. <laughs> One of the officers stopped doing sick tricks with his zippo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of respect. Richard stopped blowing fireballs almost immediately. He still had a little gasoline in his mouth. He had to get rid of that, and then he stopped. We think that her death was otherworldly. It wasn't natural. You see, shortly before her death, one of her teachers stumbled across a dark room at her school. Ooh. She could just make out what was inside. Several girls sitting in the darkness, in a circle, surrounding a board. Surprised, they looked up at their teacher, but she realized what was happening. It was a Ouija board. Oh, okay, okay. She jumped across the room, picked up the board, and ripped it in two in front of them. Too late. Then picked up the glass piece in the middle and smashed it on the ground. Too late, you bish. Those are the girls, said. <laughs> as it hit the ground, a black puff of smoke whipped out of the glass as it shattered into pieces. Is that good? Estefania, sitting the closest, inhaled it in her next breath. That's bad. Her parents, of course disappointed, could have moved past that day, but... Their daughter wouldn't let them. As the days passed, she would tell her parents that she could see other people in the house. Ugh. People that no one else could see. A shadowy figure would appear like a flash and then disappear. She would scream out of shock, but no one else would understand. A crash upstairs. It sounds like it's from Estefania's room. They jump up from the table. And again, it was repeating. Someone was really up there. The officers jumped to their feet and drew guns and made their way for the stairs. Mr. Gutierrez showed the men to the door, holding in the noise. They swallowed and turned the handle. But the noise had stopped, and at the center of Estefania's room lay a crucifix. It had belonged on the wall, but it had fallen down somehow. Yeah, fallen. Sure. In the corner, by a table, a portrait of Estefania lay on the ground. The glass and frame were intact, but the picture itself had been burned. No, as actually if, burned? As if set on fire, burning away just her face. They Me. were like, oh my god, the, the picture's been... No, that was actually me. I, yeah, while you guys were telling about the Ouija thing, I went upstairs and burned something. I was itching. I was itching, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> At this point, this is ridiculous. Jose turns to Mr. Gutierrez. Is there anything else we should see? They walked into a bathroom that was completely disused. It had just been used to store things lately, but no one wanted to go inside. The couple explained, We started hearing voices in the house. Voices coming from this bathroom. Ooh. When we knew no one was in the house. The officers felt something else they had been told about too. The bathroom was icy cold, inexplicably colder to anywhere else in the house. But they hated that. They were like, this should be on fire. <laughs> Not cold. They're, They're like, what are you talking about? It's literally like a degree colder in here. Wrong. Everything is wrong about this. Steve! 
I don't take my work home with me. We got a no fire policy back at the uh, back at the old house. You just know he's going to be like he's sitting at his table, eating his uh, dinner with his wife in just utter silence. And after three minutes, he's just like, "So I lit a fire today." No, Steve, we said no work at the table. Sorry. <laughs> You just can't help it. It's the only thing on his mind 24-7. Did you know the tip of the flame is the hottest? I just worked that out. Me and the guys just worked that out. You'd think it would be the core, but it's the really the top of it. Why didn't you become a fireman? <laughs> There's an entire profession dedicated to the pursuit of fire. To stop fires? <laughs> Are you mad? After dinner, like they're just washing up, it's like... Hey pops, do you wanna do you wanna watch a movie? He's like he's like, yeah, I got a couple of DVDs back here. What do you want to see? Inferno, The Blaze, Volcano, Volcano Two, Volcano Three, The Blazoning. He's like, all right, fine, yeah, let's watch Volcano Three. Kid opens up the DVD case, just a flame bursts out. How'd you even do that? You know, before he went to become a policeman as well, he went to like do the fireman's exam, and he's like, I'm here to become. An official fireman. <laughs> you can already tell the way he worded it. It was not what he thought it was going to be. They're like, right, fireman. Yeah. I want to be a fireman. Right. Yeah. Saying it weird, but A okay. fireman. Show me the matches. <laughs> what? The match. I will be a fireman. I will control the fires. Control, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will master them. Right. Yep. Definitely. The most dangerous and sexual element. A weird take fine not not a not not prohibiting you from the job and when required on necessity mm-hmm. i will spread them throughout the town absolutely the wrong way around mm-hmm. no yeah so we're gonna train you how to use this massive hose uh to so so disgusted as he hears it so i heard you guys were were behind those california forest fires last year they're like yeah yeah that was us he's like those are awesome <laughs> You know that we put out fires. Mm-hmm. Not? We don't like... We're, we're firemen. We stop fires. Water men. <laughs> you watery sons of bitches. All right. All right. All right. Let's sit down again, sir. You were you were saying you were in the middle of an extremely important storyline, I think. The story of Estefania continued. It wasn't just teenage games that led her to playing with the tools of the occult like the Ouija board. One of the girl's boyfriends had died in a motorbike accident that year. She thought if she could get this thing to work, maybe they could make contact with him. I guess she was scared or didn't know what she was doing, but she roped these other girls into helping. All we know is that ever since that day, our daughter's health, both mental and physical, started deteriorating fast. There were hallucinations, seizures, complete delirium. She would lash out in anger at her own family. And most worryingly of all, she claimed to be able to see shadow people. But whilst they consulted every professional they could, no one could help. She had a psychotic break, they said, but nothing could be done. All the parents knew was she had inhaled this smoke. Could that hold the answer? They would never find out. By the end, she was uncontrollable. Constant seizures, hearing voices all the time. This was when her parents started to experience the paranormal for themselves. Ooh. The noises started, phantom voices and sounds throughout the house. The temperature drops, the sense of being stalked. They vape some of that stuff as well? When she died, there was no cause of death. No one knew who or what to blame. Needless to say, Jose Negri and the rest of the police force didn't discover anything new that night. They only had two or three days training at that point. And they couldn't solve the mystery of Estefania. That's a, that's a hard one to start with. I feel bad for these guys. <laughs> you know, like a robbery or something, forced entry, mm. hit and run. Any of that is, you know, run-of-the-mill textbook. But right. a, a, a little dead girl who tried to contact her dead boyfriend via tools of the devil mm. and then was strangled, presumably, by ghost hands. <laughs> that's not a case you want on day one. It's true. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you, you're looking for a job, you see there's like a security gig coming up, you're like, awesome, security gig, that could be quite flexible, that could suit me, I can work nights. First day in the job, they give you a little earpiece, you're feeling kind of cool, you got the earpiece, you got your nice suit, you're looking pretty pretty fresh, and they're yeah. like, hey, you're just guarding this event, 
Uh, just anyone doesn't have a ticket, don't let him in. Can do, can do. No awesome, problem. awesome. Jason Bourne <laughs> swings down from <laughs> before you even get a word in. He cobra strikes you in the nose, breaking it. Oh, absolutely. Blood pissing everywhere. Snaps one of your arms backwards. Takes a small knife. Just like scalps off your fingerprints. At this point, the door is wide open. It doesn't even look like he wants to get into the event. You know, the end of that shift and your boss like, that was a really tough break. We had no idea Jason Bourne was going to show up. Yeah. He's like a world-renowned <laughs> criminal. You don't want that on day one. That's too much. That's like that's like being uh, paid to be a gardener. And it's like, you just got to trim the roses, you know, water the, the flowers. You're like, okay, that seems pretty good. And then, you know, day one, you're out there putting down some, like, a pesticide. And just your boss comes over and it's like, the plant from Little Shop of Horrors has found its way into the premises. You have to take it down now. It's like, that is not he what is, you want. He is eating people. He is butchering people. You have to stop him. I'm, I'm a florist. I'm a gardener. What am I supposed to do? And they're like, Garden him. <laughs> you know plants better than anyone. Listen, the police have tried. The military have tried. We nuked him. He ate it. Now he's got powers. <laughs> Listen, the, 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 the analogies just go on and on, really. Uh, yeah, we could do anyone. Baker. Someone orders a big cake. Day one. <laughs> You're f***ed. <laughs> Could happen with any job. You know, imagine you're a baker. Day one, you're working in the kitchen. Your boss comes over and says, so in the corner of the kitchen, we have the plant from Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> he is eating humans. <laughs> any job. Yeah, really you know? any job, actually. You could yeah. Apply to, yeah. You're, you're working in retail. You know, you're bo boxing up all the, the, the stocks, you know, getting all the supplies set out there. And then in the corner of the shop, late at night, you just hear... Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> and these vines start wrapping around your neck. Uh-oh, it's the plant from Little Shop of Horrors. I never would have guessed. So we need to cut these guys some slack is what we're saying. Exactly. That's a hard break. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now this thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a life licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. These policemen did all they could, lodged their police report, and Mr. and Mr. Gutierrez were left to deal with the shadows. They did nothing, really, it sounds like. They were a shoulder to cry on. That was kind of it. Okay. With nothing left to lose, the couple eventually moved out and never experienced any of these paranormal shenanigans ever again. Burn it down, move on. Follow it the weirdly advice. was the right advice. Yeah. So... What are your impressions so far? This is the this is a sort of world famous case. This is kind of curious in that I haven't had to provide that much evidence yet because it's very much public record. Right. This is officially documented by the police in Madrid. This call out to the Gutierrez residence, um, the death, of course, of Estefania, public record, um, the testimony of her parents. They've gone on camera and explained all of this in documentary form. What what year is this again? Nineteen ninety. Okay, so that's pretty close. Yeah, it's all fairly recent. It's a widely covered case. 
But okay. what do we think about these paranormal shenanigans? I think it's strange that the daughter died, and even in the 1990s, there was no autopsy to distinguish what the reason of death was. It was largely inconclusive. They basically okay. couldn't determine what acute cause it was. They, they couldn't quite get to the bottom of it. That's a bad way to go out, isn't it? Just no one knows even how you died. Mm. Just like the guy from Futurama that had like that bone disease. Oh yeah, bonitis. Bonitis. Yeah. You just go out like that. I, I talked about it recently the other week, how I want to die. Right. I got a good, in, in my head, this is my dream death. Wow. Is I'm on a spaceship re-entering <laughs> the, at, the atmosphere, yeah. you know, and I, I'm on a whole crew of people and something has gone wrong on re-entry that requires me to like hold something in of place course, of while course. we re-enter the atmosphere. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's like ripping me apart yeah. and I, I'm burning up in the heat and they're like, Rory, no. Mm. And I'm like, just get up, get up away from me just you know <laughs> melting in my spacesuit absolute hero you yeah. know when i come back i'm just like a pile of ash uh i like the idea of you pitching this to a um you know maybe jeff bezos elon musk one of these space entrepreneurs and yeah. they're like we need uh candidates to go to space uh places are limited but financially available we're talking kind of ten thousand dollars a seat absolutely scholarships are available to fund people to go into space please pitch us what you would do with that opportunity people are going i want to take this rare um bug into space and see if it can reproduce right. and you're like i want to die <laughs> i want to be an american hero in space <laughs> how do you want to die i never even asked how do i want to die yeah bear i don't really care which species Oh! Just Revenant style, more or less. Uh, right. I thought you were going to say, like, bear naked. Or, like, bear ass, ass you naked. Literally <laughs> killed by a bear. <laughs> Got it. I think the only thing <laughs> missing from the Revenant was that Leo wasn't ass naked. He was fully clothed. Yeah. One of the big cons of that movie. So we're left, as always, with investigations like this in a difficult position because how can we possibly test the hypothesis that a Ouija board caused these paranormal happenings and ultimately the untimely death of Estefania. Well, we do not have access to a Ouija board just yet on This Paranormal Life. Nope. However, this, this did not stop me from downloading a Ouija board app. Nice. Welcome to the 21st century, nerds. So, needless to say, I didn't learn anything from this story, and I'm willing to put my life on the line. Oh my god, what is this? Okay, so here's an ad that plays on the Ouija board <laughs> app, apparently, so it's not That's free. Moana. Yeah, yeah, it's a great song. It is. Damn it, guy. Okay. Okay, we're past the ad now. So it... <laughs> Straight to give us a review. Haven't even wow, been able to find it is this even up. the right app? Holy shit. Yeah, so it was, I think, 50p to unlock the paid version. I didn't do that, so... Right. Uh, we got to deal with these ads along the bottom of the Ouija board. That's that's fine. It says Spirit at the top, and then Oracle Board, uh, established 2016, very recent. Yeah. Um, and then in the middle, we've got uh, the button Start Seance. Okay. So if you're willing. Let's blast off. Let's do it. Uh, so, oh, it says if we pay 50p, like I said, we can cool. unlock Turbo Seance. <laughs> turbo Seance. So Turbo Seance uh, messages <laughs> are spelled out much faster. I don't know. I guess we'll see how slow these ghosts are. Where does this go to? The devil? Like, who? who's accepting these, these payments? Uh, okay, so I'm going to hit no thanks. Baroque as hell. Uh, okay, so we've got... Uh, I mean, I'll just... I'll let you hold it there All so right, you can I'm, see. I'm holding it now. It's okay. a pretty cool looking Ouija board. So it says place finger on it to start. Right, yeah, I'll let you go right ahead. All so, right, so I'm just going to place... On the, on the on fake side. glass. Ask a question. We're supposed to ask a question. So it's got a microphone, so you can you can ask it things. You can ask the spirit things. What should we say? Uh, well, maybe we should see if Estefani is in the room. Do you want to ask, is this Estefani there? Is Estefani there? D? O? This is weird. U? Do you? B? E? L. I. Believe. It sounds like it's going to be believe. Do. You. 
believe is what it's asking me. Well, do you? In what? Like a thing in a thing called love? No, do you believe in this goddamn ghost that just spelled out a message for you, asshole? I just picked up goddamn as the next question we want to ask. <laughs> how did you die? How did you How did you die? L E It's not fire. Let S Oh, H Let's A V E Let's have F U N <laughs> Fun I'm starting to question um, How reliable this Ouija board is What's happening? I touched the thing by accident I wasn't supposed to touch it <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> That scared the shit out of me <laughs> What's happening? Uh, I don't like this. It was just moving really weird across the board. Okay, nothing weird about uh, that. No, 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 nothing weird. Okay, let's ask one last question before it eats my fingers. Yeah, please. How will I die, Ghostmaster? <laughs> oh, it went to one and then literally just shut off. Wow. All right. So... That was creepy. Uh, the good thing is, there is no... So it just laughed. Uh, a little girl's laugh. Estefania? Okay. Uh, the good thing is Ooh. that this is a phone and not a um, glass piece from a Ouija board. So, right. you know, there's no glass involved. So even if I were to... Oh! Oh, oh, oh my God! There's some smoke! Bro! Don't inhale it! Don't in He did it. He inhaled the smoke. I really needed to breathe. You like went for it. You, you like we went across the room and vaped it in. I saw that. I blew rings. <laughs> I was trying to do that ship thing from Lord of the Rings. So we, we have talked about uh, the possibility of doing a live show in the future where we do yes. something interactive like yes. that, like a Ouija board. I think that would be really fun. I think, you know, this app has definitely given me the interest in maybe sourcing an actual Ouija board. Yeah, that would be interesting. We also talked about if we did a live show, because we want it to be, you know, break boundaries, do some crazy stuff. Of course. The first thing that happens is, you know, a little bit of applause. Everyone welcomes us to the stage. Of course. A little I, bit of applause? I think a lot of applause. Thank you. I run out in full trench coat and just kick a mirror and smash it to pieces. That's how we start the show with seven years bad luck. Right. But then it's okay because at the end of the night, burn it on, move, move on. on. That's what we do, guys. We Check out your seat. You've all got a match. <laughs> you can light that on the side of your chair and just drop it where you're sitting, folks. <laughs> burn it down, move on. Well, needless to say, I think using that app, I don't know if we're any closer to solving the mystery of Estefania. As always in this podcast, we do have to come to a conclusion as to whether this particular paranormal case is truly paranormal or falsely paranormal. It's true. What? Not, it's true. I'm saying what you, yeah, you know, you, never mind. What are your thoughts this time around? My thoughts. It's interesting. It's interesting because it happened so recently. You know, this could have easily been something from like the, the early 1900s. You know, it's like a tale of legend where little Susan died after she used the Ouija board. Mm. But this is very recent, um, which I think makes it a bit worrying. I'm always really confused as to why someone would want to contact their dead relative via something you know is bad. Right. Like, what are you going to get out of that at best? It's like, oh my, oh my God, the, the board's working. Chris says, hi. Love you. Love you. And that only, that only cost us our souls. <laughs> like, fantastic. That's absolutely worth and it. And also, it turns out it was the devil said that. It wasn't even Chris. <laughs> it was weird. I thought it was weird because like Chris never asked me about my soul before. Um, and he was banging on about it for like three hours. <laughs> this time when we used it. <laughs> Chris never spoke in old English once the entire time I knew him. But here we are. <laughs> Talked a lot about his hooves. Um, I know we weren't, we weren't that close when he was alive, but I really don't think he had hooves. I'm like 90% sure he didn't have hooves. Um, yeah, I always find that strange. Mm. You, like you mess with something like that. I feel like you have to take responsibility for whatever comes next. It's like the monkey paw, you know? 
you mess with something mystical mm. and uh and bad you're gonna get what you want but not really what you want listen the laws of nature are there for a good reason if your high school crush dies in a flaming motorcycle accident that's because that was his time it was his destiny and he went <laughs> out like a boss a flaming motorcycle accident if you're gonna die at least die in a leather jacket that's the, that's that's the way I want to go. Re-entering the Earth's atmosphere in a leather For jacket. For some reason, wearing a leather jacket. You you think you're a hero, and they're like, you know, that leather jacket is the reason the plane is going down. <laughs> in zero gravity, one of the zips fell off and smashed through a tiny, <laughs> tiny air hole. We insisted that you wear a suit like the rest of us. All of your ha- hair gel got underneath the buttons. You said, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die like a boss. And we were like, you shouldn't be planning on dying at all. This is a worrying thing for you to mention on the way up to the mission. <laughs> Imagine that, just like... Alright, beginning engines, starting countdown. Get ready for departure in three, two... How do you guys want to die? One. Shut it down! He's weird! He's weird! <laughs> I start unzipping and I've got the leather jacket on underneath. <laughs> I was hot as shit. <laughs> what sounds do you not want to hear at two in the countdown before going into space everyone's like goodbye earth and someone's like yeah goodbye earth forever <laughs> wait what, what was that chris oh i just i said it with you guys bye earth <laughs> there is no doubt that the logic was definitely off on those girls behalf they definitely. were school girls i'll cut them some slack uh but they done messed up and they paid the ultimate price yeah <laughs> that was a weird conclusion to come to just they deserved it <laughs> not whether it's real or not <laughs> We've had a streak of no's in this cast. And uh, I think today's the day that I buck this trend. No. I believe that this case is so recent in history. This case has been verified not only by just the parents of this unfortunately dead little girl, but also several policemen in Madrid that wrote this up and filed a police report saying that they experienced this paranormal happenings when they went to investigate the homes of the Gutierrez family. I believe that this was a paranormal event, and for that reason, I am giving it a yes today. Ooh, it has been a long time since we've had a yes on this podcast. Fortunately, I am a no. Wow. Yeah. Uh, look, I appreciate the story. I appreciate the research. Unfortunately, I need a bit more juice. I need a bit more meat in the oven for me to firmly say this is paranormal. People more die all fair. the time more for, fair. for mysterious circumstances. It's true. There are bumps in the night all the time. I live in a goddamn ghost house. This thing comes alive three in the morning, four in the morning. It's insane. I see things. I'm strangled. But we will get onto that at another yeah, episode. You never mentioned this before. So weird. Also, policemen, we don't want to hold it against them, but they're very new to the force. Maybe they, they got spooked on their first big case. It's difficult to say, but until I have some more concrete evidence, we're talking, you know, some some voice recordings, some okay. videos mm-hmm. of the house, mm-hmm. um, any pictures of the Ouija board that they you that the girls use, mm-hmm. things like this, then I would be convinced a little bit more uh, towards the the yes side. But unfortunately, it's going to be a no. More than fair. Uh, It could be said that I didn't do a good enough job of convincing you today. Definitely there's the naysayers out there in the world. People have hypothesized, you know, simple carbon monoxide poisoning causing delirium and death. Right. Um, All sorts of possible explanations. What I am excited to do is the Spanish director behind the famous horror movie um, Wreck. You know the Wreck movies, Wreck 1 and 2? Yeah. He made a movie about this Wreck 3, The Blazoning. Wreck 3, The Reckoning. He made a movie about this particular case called Veronica. And you can watch it on Netflix. Oh. Apparently, it's awesome. It's got a really high uh, Rotten Tomatoes rating. I didn't get the time to watch it before recording this, but I am going to watch it at some point. Damn, I'll check that out. So uh, if anyone in the nation has seen it or has their own thoughts in this case, please let us know. Pick a side. Think. Pick a side. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag Team Powers. Team Right. <laughs> AKA Team Kit. Or hashtag team narc loser. You can email us at this paranormal life podcast at gmail.com. As always, we are on the socials at this para life on Twitter and oh. facebook.com forward slash this paranormal life. We have the secret society where people are posting the freshest memes. That's right. On Facebook. We do not run ads on the podcast. Never. Never run one ad on this show before. Apart from that 
there's a couple times when you tried to sneak them in, but so I don't know why you're leading. Any ads I've read have come from a place of love. So there, there are no, ads. There, if there are ads, there was no monetary. But gain. you think because they come from a place of love that that's not an ad? I can assure you there was no monetary gain from whatever I said. I mean, the listeners know that's just not true. Sure, that just might be because ago. I f***ed up the ads so bad, all payments were void. But Does it did mean come I'm... from a place of love. <laughs> but it came from a place of love. That's what I told Keith. Sorry. Keith didn't sound very loving on the phone, I have to say. He's he's really... He's a small, angry man. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but I totally get it. The cereal is not moving. So we don't usually run ads. No ads. The only way to support us financially because... Um, the ads aren't cutting it, is on Patreon. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash This Paranormal Life, where from $2 a month, you can get access to show notes for every episode. That's right, we do a blog for every episode where we post pictures of the cases, anything behind the scenes, uh, just all the research notes for each investigation. $5 gets you a bonus episode every month. Above that, we get into merchandise and other craziness. You know, a lot of people have Patreons and they'll have stretch goals. Right. And it's like, oh, donate to my Patreon because we need like new mics or we want to rent out a studio and really up the production quality. Yeah. We need $750,000. Yeah, we're not f***ing about it with this. For a D7D machine. That is a time machine that can take us back and forward in time without death. And Time Machine is really just the tip of the iceberg. Absolutely. This thing can do uh, psycho-diving, interdimensional battling. All of it. Gank uh, blueprints from the past yeah. or future. Yep, that's right. It's really just uh, pure mental illness, I think, was in there. That's pretty pressing. Um, there's a lot of really cool things. It actually shields you from mimic worlds whenever you do travel time. <laughs> we would love to be able to purchase that through Patreon and, um, and demo it right here in the podcast. Absolutely. With your support. Yes. And every week we take the time to shout out just some of those who have been supporting us on Patreon uh, right here on the podcast. Here we are. Let's go. Thank you to Will King. Will King. He's a king among men. A cruel, fearless lord, but not cruel enough to ignore the paranormal peasants begging outside his castle. Let me in, sir. Give me a coin. And he did. So thank you. Thank you to Ariel Holmer. Holmer? Bathroom mirror? <laughs> In just about any mirror, Ariel is looking great. That's right. And you know where we got the biggest and best mirrors of all? In the paranormal cult commune. Everyone. Right. And you can look forward to, um, you know, taking selfies, doing ballet. I don't know the other things people do in mirrors. Yeah. Whenever everyone comes to join us in the as yet undisclosed location that we will be revealing soon. We learned the hard way that mirrors don't burn. Right. So anytime we burn down the commune and start a new one, it's just a field full of mirrors and ash. It is the most suspicious looking thing in the world. <laughs> so thank you, Ariel, for donating on Patreon. Thank you. Thank you also to Fullheart. Good old Fullheart. I remember him full of spirit, brave, noble. He had the courage to defect with me from the front line. That's right. When I didn't think anyone else was going to join me, he stood up and went, I'm as scared as you, brother. And me and full heart left for the hills. So thank you. Good to see you again. Thank you too, Sammy Clark. Thank you, Sammy. All Clark, no bite. Ow! Terrible. That's your spirit animal. Did you just insult him as well? <laughs> Slightly. Slightly. But as we've discussed in the podcast, dogs that bite get put down. You're a survivor. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> so thank you, Sammy. Thank you also to Barry Norton. The Norton of Norton's antivirus. Jesus Christ. We have a goddamn millionaire cybersecurity expert in our midst. Insane. Everyone. Is uh, that why this podcast is virus free from day one? Russia has been trying to hack this since the first episode. And I know because they email me regularly going, how are you doing this? How are you protected from our viruses norton I, can i ask you what was in my water because i drank it i drank almost the whole thing i got really thirsty halfway through i might just drink some more actually. yeah go for it i think the uh, the the truth serum effects have been like relatively limited uh, so far i think it's worth the hydration oh god that's delicious did i tell you i don't pay taxes 
it seems to be cool like you're just repeating the same truth so uh so thank you barry for um providing us with frankly years of protection at this point um and we hope that you keep that up um because the commune is going to be under attack it's a cult both sorry i think the water's wow. making me say I weird really stuff i wish i had taken the water away yeah there's no way that's setting up in the cut holy f- that wasn't the can you cut that because oh, f- the, the truth serum is really making me loopy at all i'm gonna write this down I it's to, a cult to cut this out just writing that Ooh. reminder to so a little beat. cut out Fit. no one can know that no absolutely not thank you too aslan silva Aslan the Lion from <laughs> Narnia is one of our Patreon backers? This is insane. Some of these patrons I thought were fictional. It, this is incredible. One question, sir. Where's the door? I've searched so many wardrobes in my lifetime and it has eluded me. We are yet to cover uh, Narnia on the podcast, but God knows it's coming. That actually would be a great one. Narnia? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the conclusion. Is it real? <laughs> tried to find the door but we did not find it um thank you so much for supporting the podcast in whatever mad narnia currency there is is it just what like dreams i assume i suppose or like love is some mad fictional disney currency and thank you also for protecting those children throughout the novels yeah that was a really solid thing you did because that's not your responsibility you're a lion absolutely not you all you have to just do is poop and eat really in that order the dream so thank you aslan thank you to david emerson oh lock up your emmer sons lock up your emmer daughters david is in the cult you have to stop saying i'm serious i can't stop drinking the water it's so good i'm so glad i think i feel so liberated i don't even think i know how to tie my shoes anymore it's been so long I told people I was doing the Atkins diet, but I don't know what that means. (laughs) Let's wrap this up before uh, any more truths come out. Thank you, lastly, but not leastly, to Andy Andrade. Andrade. Andiana Jones, the man himself, legend, artifact thief, Nazi killer. Good to have you on board, sir. Welcome to the party. Glad you could gank some of those sweet Aztec coins and flick them into the bucket of the paranormal peasants. Absolute honor to have anyone of your stature on board. Can't thank you enough, Andiana Jones. That just about does it for the shoutouts this week. If you haven't heard your own shoutout and you are a patron supporter, that's because your shoutout is coming. We are getting to you. So thanks for being patient. That just about does it for this episode. Uh, I want to do, I know I said we don't run ads, but I'm going to do a last plug. Uh, I have a band, it turns out, and we have a new single out. So I'm going to play us out with that song instead of uh, whatever we usually play out with. Um, You can check that out. We're called ABQ. This song is called Take So Long. Thanks for listening. We will see you next Tuesday for a brand new paranormal tale. Remember everyone to burn it down and move on.
When the eagles fly on the mountain high, Ready. love lifts us. <laughs> oh yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 